Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. And this brother reached out to me weeks ago. I've been around the world since he touched me. And this is my last week on vacation. And I don't get another break for another... Whew, Another nineteen, twenty weeks of other something like that. But I was reading your your DM about you being married. So explain this to me. Tell the country, the world, rather, what your situation is. Yeah. So you know, my uh, so we're not married. We okay, were, uh, not married. Yeah, we were we were together uh, for about. About five, about four or five years, um, okay. kind of off and on. And you know, admittedly, I, you know, I listen to your show, and, I, and there's a lot of game that I've been able to soak up. And so, mm-hmm. now let me ask you a question before you go on. When you hear yeah. my show, and I make you guys think, don't it make you see how the world really is? Oh man, oh man. I mean, I, I can't tell you. Like I'm. You know, I'm, I, I you know, I, I turned forty. So, mm-hmm. um, and like yourself, man, I'm someone that, you know, really intentional about what I consume, and I don't drink, smoke, any of those things. So I don't mm-hmm. look uh, my age at all. Right. And uh, but I still feel like, man, there's so many jewels that come through the show. And I'm like, you know, if I if someone would have told me that at nineteen. 21. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, man, you know, I'll be a, you know, multi-millionaire right now, you know, and right. it, it, you know, I don't blame anyone right now. I mean, you know, you still live and learn every day is a new chance so true. You know, to, you know, get it right. But there is so much of that, you know, that I've uh, just been able to soak up and apply and even share with other brothers. I put other brothers on to the show who, you know, express, you know, issues that they have. And I'm like, man, you got to check out TK. You know what I mean? I know brothers mm-hmm. that don't know how to pull up podcasts on their phone. Like, look, give me a phone. Right. I'll show you how Go to do it. it. Um, but lots of game, man. But, you know, my particular situation, man, I, I you know, I met this young lady. Um, I, I were, you know, I'm, I'm careful with the term successful, but I do really well. Do really well. Okay, no, say successful uh, on this motherfucker, yo. We we yeah. we pray. <laughs> See, it's something that I say around people: stay around winners, because your your success won't sound like brags. When you say when you're around people who are losing, they say you're arrogant or you think it's all about you. But when you talk around successful people, that never comes out their mouth. Wow, and that's so a fact. I, you know, I. I I'll, I'll take that. So, I, you know, I am a, a, you know, successful brother, do really well, um, you know, really, really well, you know, well, well known in, in my sector. Um, I work in the education field and, um, okay. you know, met a young lady, you know, back in 2014, just kind of hit it off. And as I said in the DM, man, when I was, a, you know, in my 20s and 30s, I was just dating, man. Like, right. You know, shit. That's what you're gorgeous, supposed to do. Yeah, gorgeous women going out, traveling, doing all these different things. Met mm-hmm. this young lady um, in my mid thirties, and just you know, we it was kind of like you know that love at first sight. You know, like oh man, this okay. is my you know soulmate. We had so much in common. Um, you know, a lot of things cooking, and. Um, you know, when it happened, we we move like really fast, and so what I'll say, and this is this is the area where I take full accountability for it. Mm-hmm. You know, we were kind of like vibing, and things were going well, and you know, um, you know, was out one night, and you know, I'm like, okay, like things are going well. I'm thinking, you know, we're going back home, <laughs> we're going back mm-hmm. home, and you know, you know, take it from there. And her boyfriend calls. Whoa. So, Never knew she had a boyfriend, never mentioned it. I mean, nothing ever came up. And so naturally for me, I've just never been that guy. You know, I've, I've always tried to be honorable. You know, even in my dealings with women, women, I've never cheated on a woman. I've always felt like, 
Like if I get bored or I'm ready to go, I'll be straight up with you and just let you know what it is and take it from there. And so when I found out she had a boyfriend, naturally I stepped back. But, man, to be honest with you, TK, it was kind of one of those things where we had, like, you know, feelings were still there and all of those things were going on. Um, so kind of, like, squash it, but then, you know, it, it was stirred right back up. So it, it, it you know, it's still was out. fucking her. You still was fucking yeah. her while she was dating homeboy. Okay. Yeah, that's what Absolutely, happened. you know. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I regret that now, but it is, it is what it is. But man. now why do, you regret, why, why do you regret it? Um, I, I regret it because, you know, whether you call it karma or what goes around comes around, I feel like the pieces of that that I'm experiencing now that, that I'll share as the story goes on. And so okay. she eventually broke up with him. We started dating. You know, again, this is this all happened, you know, within a, a year of knowing each other. And then, you know, I, I made plans. I was, you know, living in the Midwest, but I was moving to the East Coast for a job. And that was kind of one of those situations for me where I knew, like, look, when I move, this relationship will stay in Chicago. I move to the East Coast and meet somebody else and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, a month before I leave, you know, she tells me she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. That's what happens um, when you fuck yeah. end up without a condom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, again, uh, you know, never back down from it. You know, I, I grew up and I was really, really blessed to have some real thorough, you know, uncles and the step pops around, but I never knew my, my biological dad. So I knew when I heard that, I said, look, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm back in and it won't be there. And so we worked it out where I was able to still do what I needed to do on the East Coast, but come back and just be supportive on that level. Right. Um, but I could tell at that moment the relationship wasn't as strong. You know, relationships start off on a high. Now, why? Why wasn't it strong when you, when you was coming back? Well, I mean, I definitely started noticing some things. And so, like, you know, I, I'm a guy very ambitious. You know, it shows in, in, in the things that I've been able to accomplish. Um, but on the flip side of that, like, that that wasn't who she was. Okay. And so, yeah. You know, while I was like, "Hey, this is what I'm trying to do in the next five to ten years," she was very much so comfortable, like where she was at. There was also, mm-hmm. you know, like just some like financial disciplines and things of that nature. And, and I, what I will say is, I don't think that she, the men that not think I know the men that she's dated in the past were men that on many levels needed her. Um, okay. They were moving to her apartment and moving, you know, you know, using her furniture, her food. I wasn't that. I had my own, my own place, my mm-hmm. own car, my own money. And so, mm-hmm. what would happen is when, when, when I, what I've noticed is when women are dating men that need them, there's certain levels of disrespect that that man may tolerate. Yeah. That an independent brother like myself who was used to traveling and doing all these different things, I just simply wasn't going for it. Yeah. Um, so we bumped heads a, a lot on that. And, um, you know, eventually I moved back from the East Coast. We ended up moving together, and it was horrible. You know, we got this brand-new baby, beautiful daughter. Uh, again, I listened to your show, man. I remember you saying, like, listen, don't, don't allow the issues that you have with the woman to impact how you, you know, engage and love your child. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I hold true to that, man. You know, my daughter, you know, we take trips. And I said now, like, I went up in this mall. I didn't get anything for me, man. I bought this stuff for my daughter. Like, yes. you know, I'm that guy. I'm very present. Um, but it's very difficult, very difficult when, you know, you have, you know, someone um, that just, just isn't aligned. But, um, you know, to to get to the point, man, I, I think the, the major issue that I've been struggling with, and, and I've never been in this situation before, we were in our mid-30s when we had a child. Um, there's some privilege to that because I think financially we just were able to do more. Like if I would have had a kid yep, when so I was true. eight, you know, if I had a kid when I was 18, I mean, we would have really struggled. But my daughter literally has been around the world. Right. Um, but I I think where – 
and I mentioned that in the DM where I'm struggling is I find myself in the past, I would have been able just to kind of shake it all. Like, all right, things didn't work out. On to the next one. I'm getting this in this point now where, you know, I get frustrated because I'm like, you know, you know, who is my daughter with? You know, is, is, is she around uh, uh, another man? And um, even struggling on some levels, like, to move on. You know, I'm not that brother that's, I'm not going to stalk anyone. I'm not checking phones and none of those things. Um, but this, the connection that we have is through my daughter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if my daughter, if it was just, if we didn't have a child, I know by now I would have just moved on, hopped back in the game. Like I say, man, I'm 40 years old. You know, we've been doing this since, you know, the mid. So in essence, I've kind of been out the game mm-hmm. for five years. And so. How long, you, how long has it been since y'all haven't been together? Yeah, so we, uh, together um now, like, how long you and the baby mama haven't been together in a in a relationship is you y'all, y'all in a relationship now no so we like officially i would say 2019 um okay but we were we were still like you know messing around you know go over there you know fuck whatever and then just just kind of go from there so it has been that that's been about a year and a half where it was just kind of like mm-hmm. look let me just clip everything and just focus on, you know, my child. Um, but I have found myself, you know, at times, again, getting frustrated um, because, you know, again, like we're both, you know, older, but she still, there's some immaturity there. There's some mm-hmm. decisions that, that, you know, she makes. There's a the financial component. I tell any brother right now, man, like the one of the worst things in the world, man, if you're a single man, and you're not married, the the systems and the laws don't favor you at all. Mm-hmm. Um, just in terms of like the the financial responsibility, so there there are things like that that you know become a bit frustrating because uh, there's no no real win in that for me. I'm not on child support or anything like that, but when it comes down to things like taxes and and things of that nature, you know I get ripped. You know, I get ripped up. Okay, I understand. Yeah. So it, okay, it's really I can help more. you with all that, fam. So yeah. first, let's start with your emotions. You know, I keep it one hundred. In the seventies, I was um, sitting at the table with my mother, and something she always said, and I passes on to people. My mother told me one time, never recycle. Never recycle. Then as I go through life and I read and watch documentaries, the thing most people do with their emotions, because most people think with their heart, not with their mind, and you're thinking with your heart. And people pick up the same book expecting the ending to be different, but it's always the same. You have an issue with her being immature and not financially responsible. If you got back with her, that would irritate the F out of you. Or you could just take charge and let her know you're going to handle all the bills and you leave her out of the financial situation. You could go that route. Or you can just continue dating until you find that person that makes you happy. Sometimes that takes a year. Sometimes it takes 10 years. But the thing I can assure you is that you will have peace of mind. Your child is going to be okay because you're in your kid's life. Right. Your child is going to be okay. Um, hopefully she'll make good choices in the men that she date, but it doesn't matter, right? Because you're always seeing your child. And it wasn't a one-night stand. Say, I had a one-night stand, and I, I'm not in my kid's life like I would like to be because of the one-night stand. And I told my son this once. I said, listen, I don't know your mother. I never met her mother. 
I don't even know her, her grandparents. I don't even know what the family looked like. I said, I fucked your mom. She got <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm keeping real, dog. And I said, all I can do is be an advisor, your friend, but I can't tell you what to do because I, I didn't raise you in my home. But we cool, though. I call and check. I, they know that I exist. I got three one-night stands. Wow. This is my life. Like, But I don't try to be nothing different because this is the hand I dealt myself. So I play that hand, and I'm man enough about it. And this is where Now, I got two kids who was raised by me. Different relationship. I was with their mothers five, six years. It makes a difference. What you have is that you was actually with this woman. There's a bond there with you and your daughter. You good, fam. I want you to travel, date, and not think the way the world wants you to think. Oh, you shouldn't have my uncle said it to My real name is Terrence. So he says, Terrence, when you when you gonna get married and so down? You know, I said, Uncle Jeff, I am good. I said, I came in this world by myself, I'm gonna leave this world by myself. I said, if I pass out in the house, I got little Ziploc bags with snacks and peanuts and raisins in all the corners, so if I fall, I can crawl to these corners until somebody find me in a few days. I had them roll. <laughs> But now, I'm, now, when I talk like this to all the people who are listening and to you, I'm talking about what's best for me. You got to take, and in in if this is what you feel, go that way. See, because I hate pettiness. I hate women who don't know how to handle money. I don't like dating women who are financially broke, especially if you pass a certain age that you think you're going to get with me and I'm going to save you. See, because what happens in my life is girls fuck up between their 20s and 47, get married, have babies, fuck up their bodies because they had kids, um, not with nobody no more, but hey, here's TK. So people hit me out of the blue. Hey, TK. All I do is talk, and I'm excited to hear from the people, but I stay quiet and I listen, and I listen. And to me, if you ain't got a certain amount of money put up by a certain age, I can't fuck with you because I'm not going to carry you. I ain't carrying you. I ain't doing it. I'm not buying you no house. I'm not buying you no car. I'm not buying you no bag. I'm not giving you no ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars, forty thousand dollars. I'm not taking you on no major trips unless I love you. You're not even gonna sit down to dinner with me unless I know you are important in my life because the places I eat at are very expensive. I'm not spending two, three, four hundred dollars so you could say you had a good time. You missed this shit, bitch. This is how I feel. <laughs> but but let, let me so let me ask you in um in those situations where you know beyond the one night stands where you may have had a relationship with the mother and of, like of course there are feelings and things of that nature mm-hmm. like how how did you shake that off because I think that's where I'm at it's like once you nut another once another girl suck your dick once you nut. And another bitch, excuse my language, ladies, you'll be okay. But be careful who you have sex with. Just don't be having sex with anybody. Meet somebody attracted to them, find out their character. See, most men would chase ass and titties, bitch hair look good, and she got makeup on, but we never judge the character. I look at Instagram and girls got all the surgery, the ass done, the titties done, they popping their ass on Twitter. 
you know, pulling their pants up so you could see the lining in their pussy. But what they not understand is, bitch, what's your character? What's your bank account? I don't need no money from you. I don't want to die. I'm trying. I'm not trying to move in with you. I don't need nothing from you. But I want to know what you've been doing with your life up to this point. Because I know what I've been doing with my life. And why should I pull you in because you got two, three kids from another nigga, maybe two different baby daddies, right? But I'm a real nigga because I'm paying your bills. I'm helping you with your car note. I'm helping you with groceries. I'm helping with your daycare. I'm the real nigga, but you made them choices. And I wasn't even there. So I'm going to be punished for it? That's real. That's deep, yo. And men always chase the problem. Men always put themselves in financial strain because they chasing the ass. They chasing the emotion. They're not chasing reality. So once you get with the girl, you're spinning and you're spinning. You see that the kid is a fucking problem. Like, I remember one time I was in Seattle, this bitch was finding a motherfucker dog. And I took her and a kid out. And this motherfucking child was running around the restaurant. <laughs> Nigga, I'm not bullshitting. Like, baby kids. And I was embarrassed. Because of his behavior, I was embarrassed because the people in the restaurant probably thought that was my child. And I was embarrassed. I couldn't wait to get her back to her place. Drop off. To drop her the fuck off because I was never calling her again because of her kid. And see, when you go out and meet different people, you just not, not when I say character, not just the female, you got to meet her family. It's a mother crackhead. It's a father crackhead. It's a brother's murderer. Like, there's somebody locked up. They're coming out of prison. Is the mother sick? Is she going to be living with us one day? Is the father uh, an alcoholic? She loves her dad. They just made, they just reconnected. He coming by the house a lot, ringing the doorbell, and you open the door, and motherfucker sitting in the living room. Does she bring a lot of girlfriends through? Nigga, <laughs> life is deep, yo. It's deep, man. That's, that's a, yeah, that's a lot of, all of those are factors. Oh, and nobody thinks about that. So they marry the girl not knowing they have all these other issues. I can that was like me. a girl. Like, I can love a girl. But if your father's fucked up, if your mama's fucked up, if I see that your kids are going to be a problem, because I think down the line, I think that I I look down the field. I see the future, how this looks. Even if you don't take care of your body, I see that you're eating crazy. I see that you don't want to work out. I see that you're lazy. Well, bitch, I know you're going to have diabetes one day. I know you're going to get ill. I'm not putting that on my insurance. <laughs> These, these are the levels people don't think of, but these things are the things that can make or break a family. Man, that's deep. No, that that's uh, I, I'm yeah sitting here reflecting, and I, I say yeah, there were a lot of questions that I didn't ask because at the time it was cool, right? To your point, yeah. Like, hey, you you know got somebody, you know you you know it, it's. You know, I make the call and they come through, you know, smash and they go home. It's just convenient, mm-hmm. right? And not not thinking about like some of those factors uh, specifically to the family or, um, you know, in our case, there, there was some the, some bills that she was covering that was for her. her she was covering her family's bills. I mean, it's taking mm-hmm. away from what we're able to do. Now let's talk kids. about that for a second. Now mm-hmm. you're doing good in life. Because you meet this girl, because you like this girl, and you got your own bills because you're not 17, you're a grown man. Right. 
now because she got three other bills she can't handle. Now these three bills is now your bills, and you already got 15 bills already. Now, if you can't come through, depending on the female, the person complains to you, oh, you said you was going to help me. You said you are going to do that. But I tell people, your bad planning is not my emergency. So sure. people have to find people who are equally yoked. And let me explain to you what that means. See, people, when, before you get married, people, and even people are listening to this, say, oh, if you get married, it shouldn't be about money. That's what they say before you get married. But it's about money when you get a divorce. Every bit. So now if you marry a woman, she don't have what you have. She can't match you almost dollar for dollar and vice versa. And you marry that person. And somehow this doesn't work out. This person takes half of your shit that you own. Now, yes, you got a prenup, but then you got some attorney that know how to work through pre to prenups. And you're going to have to pay for something. Right. The shit just ain't fair, fam. It just ain't fair. Yeah, and no, I, you know, I got a homeboy now going through that. You know, was was married twenty plus years, and and um, was really, you know, the breadwinner supporting his wife while you know wife was earning multiple degrees and and they mm-hmm. just get their life on track, and they got a divorce, and you know, he, it, it's you know, it's him. He he's gonna be paying alimony for the next decade or so. Until she feel, until she gets married, and, and if, she, if a female's smart, I'm not marrying nobody else. But I got a check over here, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> the fuck I'm gonna get married for again, right? And usually the female gonna marry somebody that ain't shit. So now yeah. he in her ear, yeah, that check from the nigga. I saw the nigga on Instagram get that check from the nigga. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so the nigga, I saw the nigga at the bar. Did he pay you? That's cool, okay. man. Cool. Okay, that's a, let, let, let me ask you about that. So, if, if there is a, if there's a, a fear of mine beyond anything else, is my daughter's mom dating someone who's a bum, right? Some mm. some nigga that's just not really not on his square and just. You know, just you know, just not not the type of cat that I would want around my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know me, like I'm, I'm, you know, very protective of her, very intentional with her. Um, when my daughter sees me, like she's seeing a gentleman, right? I, you know, she mm-hmm. is going to be a high bar. But you know, you ever been in a situation like that where maybe one of your children's mom was just dating some bum, you know, dude or whatever? Like, how did you handle that? Ain't shit you can say, bro. You got to shut the fuck up. Nothing you can do. That's her life. That's what you chose. All you can focus on is your child. You can't say shit to the baby mama unless her boyfriend or husband says something to your child. But even then, you have to go through her. You can't say okay. nothing to him unless it got physical. Okay. So, all you can do is be a gentleman when you see him. Hey, how you doing, brother? That's all you do. Hey, what's going on? Thank you. How you doing? Nothing more. You ain't trying to be the nigga friend. You know? I always tell people, keep a Republican. You know? Because you keep a Republican, you ain't trying to be a nigga friend. You be, go Democrat. <laughs> I'm trying to be the nigga friend, go out and drink with the nigga, barbecue over at the house and shit. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. <laughs> Keep a Republican. Keep a Republican. Yeah. No, man, I think that's, that's, that's really helpful, man. Because I, you know, I say, you know, when I hit you up, I was definitely in a mix where, you know, I didn't recognize myself. I'm like, man, you know, this ain't. Yeah, you thought you should be with her. You're thinking with your emotions. You just had a, a sensitive moment. 
because you're getting older, you're thinking you should be with somebody, and right, you know, I think being married to people, nigga, put niggas in an early grave. Me wow. personally. Mm-hmm. I think all that petty shit and stress motherfuckers bring to the table, that shit get on my nerves. Like, you, you, you cut the TV on the wrong way, bitch, when I get mad. You left a drinking somewhere, bitch, when I get mad, or nigga, when I get mad. I'm a, when I say I'm a happy dude, yo, I'm a happy dude. Now, my sex life ain't like it used to be when I was your age. Oh, my right. God, nigga. <laughs> nigga. Nigga. Now, my sex life is horrible, but I'm happy. So it's just a fair trade, you know? Peace of mind. Yeah. Um, um, listen to me. Happy. But I got great memories when I, when I do think about my moments. I'm like, nigga, you was the shit, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, god damn, T, you did that? You fuck with this bitch? But. So, like, from your your perspective, if. So, so let me ask you, then what, what would be the right scenario where you would say, look, you should go ahead and marry her? Hmm. Maturity on your part. Mm. Maturity on her part. What I mean is, she has to grow. How old is she? Uh, uh, thirty-nine. Okay. This is what I believe in life. I believe a woman doesn't become a woman till she's about forty-four, forty-five. And the man doesn't become a full man until he's like 46, 47. Let me tell you why. Because by that time, you have experienced almost all the experiences necessary to be in a relationship. So now you know how to move financially. Now you know how to control your emotions. Now you know how to take trips. Now you know how to pay bills. Now you know how to adjust things. Now you know how to move and shake if a crisis comes up in life. You know how to control the climate of the room. And it takes years to get those experiences. But what people do is they jump in the water immediately. People get married, have babies so fucking soon. But there's a whole world out there. People marry people from in their neighborhood, never went out their neighborhood, never traveled nowhere, never knew how the rest of the world exists. So you fuck around with the first person that sucked your dick or gave you some good pussy and, oh, you my soulmate and you never been no motherfucking way. So how this bitch going to be your soulmate? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's real, man. Uh, yeah, it was uh, – and I, and I felt that, man. You know, I mentioned to you earlier, I said I, I feel some of that, you know, th- that karma of – no, it's yeah, not karma, man. It's just experiences. Okay. No, you live it. See, most yeah. people are married because niggas or the female can't pay the bills on their own. So they need help. <laughs> yeah. That's real, <laughs> man. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I'm being honest. Too. I, know, I know brothers who won't break up with their girl. Because and and vice versa, because they're like, who who's gonna cover this rent? Exactly. That's a horrible thing to be in. To be in bed and you on one edge of the bed, she on the other bed, or somebody in the bathroom texting a bitch that's down the street or around the corner. I miss you. I can't wait to go to lunch with your mom. Hold on, this bitch coming. Let me stop. Hold on one second. So you texting your other girl, but she know you live with this girl. Anytime somebody listen to me and call me, I tell you, like I'm telling you now, go for the peace of mind. Because once you talk to me, I have you thinking totally different on how you see the world. Yeah, no, man, it, it, it's definitely that, man. I, uh, I think what I was thinking about was just like, like, you know, what's convenient is you, you know, you eliminate the fear of some other man being involved, potentially being fouled with your with your daughter, 
and the other things by just saying, hey, we can just be together. But, you know, as soon as you said that earlier, I, I thought about that. I said, man, you know, I know I'll be miserable, though. So I have my daughter, but just, but, you know, I wouldn't be happy at all because mm-hmm. I wasn't happy before. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, why, why I also. And, and that's only because you're knowledgeable as well. You're educated. Let me explain to you what I mean. When black men are educated, we do things and we always date the girl who doesn't understand power. Let me explain to you what I mean. When you're educated, oh, I want to be a black man in the home with my child because the white man don't want the black, don't want families to stick together. And this is how we think. And I'm going to be with my child. I'm not going to let another nigga raise my motherfucking kid. But we grow to hate the girl so much that sometimes we hurt them. Sometimes motherfuckers kill her. Because you don't like the person. You don't like that person. So you're mad. Uh, everything is in the and you, wanna, you don't know why you're angry. So a couple of years, you got high blood pressure. A couple of years, you got diabetes. A couple of years, you got stress levels. And like I told you, a man is only a man if we provide. That's it. Yeah, you you uh, yeah you you learn that really quickly. I don't I don't care what you got going on the side. At the end of the day, like you know the women are looking at are are you able to provide some sense of security, be it financial, mm-hmm. physical, or whatever. Um, and the actions of that. It's okay to do that, but it's hard when. See, let's say you got your kid. And you don't have nobody to fall back on. It's you. But when women have problems and they fucked up financially, they call us. Oh, I yep, need this. Uh, I need that. But bitch, I got problems too. Yeah, yeah. Just, I just got that call uh, Thursday. <laughs> it was just mm. like, you know, uh, hey, here's what we need. Like, like I say, man, I, you know, I, I listen to your show, so I provide, man. I went and got. Man, I have life insurance because I listen to the show. I listen to that series. And I said, man, there is no way I want to put my daughter in a position where, you know, she's struggling. Or Mm -hmm. she has to. How old is my mom? She's five. She's my only one. Okay, so tomorrow I'm going to call you. I'm going to hook you up with the insurance guy. We're going to get your daughter whole life insurance. When okay. your daughter, you're going to love me for this. The only thing I ask is that when she turned 18, I may not be here on this planet, but when she turned 18, you give her a fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 check. I want you like, yo, I want you to pay this um, interview for her that we're doing now. And say, this man right here helped me change your life. And so the people listening, I want you to listen. And feel free to hit me up on my DM on my Instagram. You got kids five younger or twelve years old, but the younger the better that I want. I promise you on everything I love that if you listen to me, when your child turns eighteen years old, they will have fifty thousand dollars in the bank tax free. Now I'm telling you this because the government has put this on insurance companies that they cannot promote it. This is how crazy this game is in life. But I'm going to do everything I can while I'm on this planet to change the narrative. I'm going to do everything I can on this planet to give you guys the knowledge that nobody else is given. Every child should walk out of their home, 18, 19, 21, 22, with $50,000 or more. But because we don't know, we don't have the knowledge we don't know. Could you imagine if your mother, if your mother, father will do what I may do for your child when you was a kid and you had an extra 50000 at 18? But you know most of our parents do? When you get 18, you got to go get a job. Get out, yep. Get so out you already, house. yep, you're already behind the eight ball. And because some parents are so fucked up, 
They'll tell the child they got to get out at 18. Now, watch this one I'm about to tell you. There's no fucking way I would send a child into this world without any money to survive. Know how high rent is. Know how high gas is. Know how fucked up men and women are today because children are not being raised by, by their parents. And this is why the crime rate is so fucking high. And I really think they should pass a law to arrest the parents if your child <laughs> goes up there and fuck up. I bet, the, I bet, I bet you the game would change. Yeah, no, that would, <laughs> would change a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of families um, for sure. So that the the insurance that you're referring to, it doesn't require like the demise of a parent. It just requires that the kid hits eighteen. No, you can do it. Let them keep it going from eighteen, twenty. Keep it going. But I'm gonna share with you tomorrow. Okay. And the reason why, because I don't want to talk about the insurance game today. I want people who are listening right now to DM me so I can change their life. Got it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. I'm sorry. Eating in your ear. I'm having a little shrimp scampi and a little, a little sip of Louis XIII. You know how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> As well, yes, well deserved. Well deserved. Right. Mm-hmm. Well deserved. Life is for the living, for sure. Right. And since you love your daughter like that, I'm telling you, fam, you you gonna say T K Kirkland, love that nigga. Man, that that yeah, that'd be a blessing, man. That's that's what I, you know. Again, that's been one of my goals, you know, for her. It just yeah, I got you, family. I got you. Yeah. I got kids, so I understand. I got daughters. So, I got like my oldest daughter. I couldn't get her this policy. So what I did was, I told her to get life insurance because I was going to do it. But I'm, I, you know, I'm black. Right. If I get the life insurance, I'm gonna deal with nigger shit with a mother. Hmm. Oh, you took an insurance, and you know who the beneficiary and all that kind of shit. I ain't got time to deal with that shit. So all my kids who are old, older, get your own life insurance, have your own beneficiary who you want to give it to, and as long as you can be buried, because I don't want nobody calling me asking me, oh, we didn't have life insurance, we didn't have burial insurance, and now you depending on me to bury the kid. Mm-mm. So the thing I do the most is CYA, cover my, CM, CMA, cover my ass. No, got you. Got you. And to the people listening, and you got grown kids, call them. And tell them to take out burial insurance and life insurance. And tell them for them to pay for it. Tell them to keep their premiums up. So when they leave this motherfucking earth, the money ain't got to come out of your pocket because they grown. And they should be. This is shit that they should be doing. Yeah, it's real, man. We don't we don't like to talk about it, but you know, it's it's a it's that's the one guarantee for everybody on this planet. Mm-hmm. And you gotta be you smart. Know? Give me an example. Farmers Insurance last year paid out one billion dollars in death policies to thirteen thousand. Families, only 138 was black. Whoa. Mm-hmm. 138 out of 13,000? Yes, sir. My goodness, man. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. That's, that's scary, man. Now, you know, when I... You know, and not to get into it, but that was that was one of those things when I was listening to the show. I said, "Man, there's, there's no like the opportunity to create generational wealth through it." But I also remember hearing the show you you mentioned. You talked. I think you were talking about one of your your homeboys who, you know, they passed away, and then uh, you know, might have been a hustler, and they putting up GoFundmes and things of that oh, nature. I, got so, I had so many of them in my lifetime, man. So many. 
so many that it hurts. Oh, my God. And, and, and that's actually kind of what spurred me on as well, man, to be honest with you. I was just like, look, I wouldn't want the embarrassment of – Exactly. You know, like yes. my daughter taking trips and got all this material stuff, and it's like something happens to her dad, and, and we are asking for donations. Like, so mm-hmm. it was oddly like the pride thing that made me say, nah, we, we're not going to do that. Right. And to the people who are listening, it don't have to be a lot of money. You got life insurance policy for $29, $40. I had a dude tell me, why should I get life insurance and I only have car He said, why should I get life insurance I only have car insurance? That's why I dedicated that one month earlier this year to life insurance. I did a whole month on life yep. insurance because I couldn't believe that nigga said that. And to give people some history going back to insurance, see, the insurance game is such a secretive thing because what we don't know, the plantation owners back in the day, had insurance on our ancestors. The insurance came so cold that the reason why they couldn't rebuild Black Wall Street because of one word. Instead of them saying it was a massacre, they said it was a riot. And because it was a riot, they didn't handle the people's insurance claims. Oh, man, I didn't know that. Yes, sir. They couldn't get wow. money to rebuild. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, that yeah, that that's, that was free game, man. I, I hope a lot of uh, other folks, you know, took heed and, and take heed, man. And, and, man, and again, man, I, I appreciate you, man. Again, I've listened to a lot of the shows, man, and I'm, you know, some I, I connect with, others I'm just like, man, this, this dude is hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some some of it, you know, I'll be I'm like, you know, man, TK cold blooded, Ivy, you know, like, uh, you know, with the with the ladies or, or whatnot, man. And mm-hmm. um, but I, I know there's a lot that I've been able to just take from it, man. Honestly, like, and just apply, and it's made me sharper and more, you know, potent. And even now, just you know, you start a conversation with about, like, you know what I'm saying, don't recycle. And, you know, a mm-hmm. light bulb came on like, damn, like, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. Like, you know, acting as if, like, you know, things have just magically gotten better when I yeah, know like that you that's can't, not Like true. you can't meet nobody else. Right. Like you don't right. have the ability to talk. Like there's only bitch or nigga you know on the planet. Hold on a second. Yeah. You know, like you don't have the ability to meet anybody else. That sounds like a fucking fool. Yeah, man. No, so, but man, no, I, I appreciate that, man. You know, I appreciate the the game that you're sharing, man. I hope that I know a lot of people are soaking it up, man. I just, I wish, you know, again, if I if there was one wish, man, you know, it. I'm like, damn, you know, the 21. This would have been crazy. No, know, no, just, no, no, yeah. no. It's okay, family. The universe is powerful. What's going on is how you're playing it right now. You're 40. You got a five-year-old daughter. You're working hard. You're taking trips. And see, here's the thing about trips. You know, I take my daughter with me everywhere. Right. You know why I make sure of that, though? See, because I've had to give my daughter memories. Then a female I know I may not be with next month or next year. Why should I take a female to Dubai? Why should I take a female to Turks and Caicos? Why should I take a female doing this unless I got a ring on your finger or I know it's really, really serious? That's a good point, man. When you give your daughters and you get them to see the world, they move differently, yo. They think differently. It changes them. I swear to God, it changes them, yo. They see the world differently. They see different people. And make sure you take make sure your daughter takes karate, and make sure she learns another language. And I suggest Spanish because they're gonna be running this motherfucking fifty years. Yeah, she yep she's uh she's on it. Yeah, she's already in the mix, man. But uh, now karate. You're the second person this week that mentioned karate. I got one of my homeboys. He got two daughters, and uh, you know, he's like, look, I got both of them into uh, 
jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and and was real for the sole purpose. Like, look, I want to be able to defend themselves. You know, I don't want them mm-hmm. to, you know, feel weak if if be it right. you know whoever it is. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is just going to change the whole way of thinking towards the world. Mm-hmm. And to the people who don't have money to do these type of things, I want you to listen to me very carefully. Just make sure your child is in some type of activity. And watch your child and hug them. If you had a one-night stand sometime with the kid and get to the guys and you can't be the true, the traditional dad. See, I told my kids I'm not your traditional father because me and your mother ain't had that kind of relationship. But I'll call you, say hello, we talk, and at least you can say you talk to me. But you see me doing other things with your brothers and sisters and doesn't mean I don't love you. It's just the way the motherfucking game was played out. That's real. Yeah, at the end of the day, they'll they remember how you're treating them. Yeah, and all my kids ain't getting a check when I leave this earth either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll keep it real, then. I'll tell you something. <laughs> kids get money and run through that shit. And if you wasn't under my roof, and if you, I believe in the merit system, you wasn't calling me to say hello and hi, how are you? Why should I leave you two, three, four hundred thousand dollars for you just to run through or meet a nigga and take him shopping and buy a car and buy jewelry? You know how motherfucking hard I work? Right, right. I work hard, dog. I know. Motherfuckers only see the stage time, but that shit is rough what I do. Why should I do that? Why should I leave you something? When you didn't call me and say, hey, Dad, are you okay? How you doing? I just wanted to say hello to you. Not one or two times. I'm talking about consistency because I'm a street nigga. I see through the bullshit. Right. Now, when I leave this earth, don't get mad when the money don't match your effort. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, do do they know you've already told them this or? Hmm. They ain't gonna know. <laughs> They'll figure it out. Oh, I'm not even hey. having a funeral. I'm not even having a memorial service. Oh, you just you just say, hey, listen. Once it's done, it's done. Mm-hmm. I'm a, when I dip the elbow, it's a wrap. I want everybody at a certain time to say T to the motherfucking K, but my true goal is I hope I outlive all you motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) That's the gift. Oh, man. That's what I want to do. I want to outlive everybody that I can. That's what I want to accomplish. Hey, man, listen, I... I mean, I, I I appreciate this though, man. This has been uh, like really, really, uh, you know, really helpful for me for sure. Just in terms of yeah, like just reading your full name, okay, your your cell phone number again. I'm gonna send it over to my guy. I'm gonna let him know we're doing something for your daughter. He'll call you tomorrow between tomorrow and next week. And make okay, sure you first. listen to him. And I promise you. It'll be the greatest decision you ever motherfucking made. I promise right. you about your daughter. And remember what your daughter's mind. I know she's probably fine. Yep. You know, but character, Sam. Character. If you do want to settle down, make sure you get a woman that'll wipe your ass if you shit on yourself when you old. Nobody thinks about that. Nobody thinks about, is this woman that you're marrying, is she financially capable of carrying the weight if you get ill? I ain't talking about your money. I'm talking about her money. She she loves you so much she can carry the weight you're, you're taking care of instead of her changing paperwork to get the insurance money that your kids think they're going to get 
So while you're sick and the kids thinking that the woman loves you, she found the insurance papers, the will, mm-hmm. changing all this shit. So by the time you die, the kids think they're getting a certain amount of money and the bitch unchanged all the paperwork and it's over. Now she done left you all a few dollars, bitch unchanged, the phone number moved, and now you can't find her. And then the people you go to, cops or insurance companies, they say they're going to make an insurance claim. They say they're going to do X, Y, and Z, but they never really follow through. So now you're done. No, that's real, man. That's 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 perfect, man. That uh, nah, I mean for real, man. Because we, you know, I I don't know about me. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking about, you know, it's the looks, it's the it's those moments, you know. And like you said earlier, like you had those memories of of your heyday, right, with with women or whatever. You think about those things, but at the end of the day, that that character, you know, are, are you gonna rock out with me on on, on my lowest day? Mm-hmm. You know? Character, fam. Character. Yeah. See, any bitch could look pretty when they're young. Now she's thirty-seven, so it's not her fault. You know, they all in the, they all in the camera, smiling, twerking, showing their skin, their titties. They might have a a good business, and everything. some of them, some of these people are sweet. They look for a nice guy. You know, they look for a nice guy. But good people, for some reason, can't find good people. Hmm. Unfortunately, but you got one child. Be happy, roll with it. Take on trips. Put in the karate class when she next year. Make sure she learns another language. Stay in the light. Don't call. Don't call her too much. If she got, if your baby mama got a boyfriend, right? Because it's gonna look odd. So what I did when my kid was young. I bought my daughter her own phone. That way I don't have to talk to the mother to talk to her. Yeah, that's definitely that. I was, you know, she, I've been thinking about that a lot because I'm like, look, man, you know, she's five. And I'm like, a couple more years, man. I just want to be able just to hit her up directly, you know? Right. Yeah. See, slow down. You think your daughter is tripping about it. She's five. That's not even on her mind. That's on your mind. Right. Just stay patient, stay calm. Start putting yourself in a position to get your daughter her own phone. Either next year, either this year, depending on if she can answer a phone. Five might be a little too young. So six or seven, get her own phone and watch your aggravation goes down because you ain't got to go through the mama. Because when the mama got a boyfriend and they laying up and you, you call one time, they don't pick up the phone. You call again, they pick up the phone. So now because you just great dad and your mind is in dad mode, oh, what the fuck is going on? What's happening? So now they go, hey, I was calling. I wanted to make sure y'all was okay. But that was your emotions talking. Right. You got to take the emotion out. Your, your kid is fine. Your kid is fine. You just got to know that. Just don't be blowing her up because she's going to have another nigga. And you got to be a man. This is how you create character. It's going to hurt sometimes. Right. Oh, shit. Damn. Shit. But, you know, a day or two, you'll be okay. Yeah, shake it off for sure. Yeah. No, go jog. Take a jog. You know, go to the gym, punch on the bag. But whatever you do, have self-love. And, I mean, get your haircuts, get your manicure and pedicures, get a massage. Your car always looking good. Your grooming is always on point. Stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. Wish her the best. Baby didn't work out, you know, but you such a fly nigga. You got to give everybody a shot that know that want the opportunity. You could do. Did you <laughs> fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you's a fly nigga. 
bitch, everybody should have a shot at me. <laughs> no, that's real, man. Remember that. You's a fly nigga. Everybody should have a shot at me. Bitch, you fucked up. You're lost. No, that's real. I got a man. lot of female friends in my lifetime. If they hear this, I know that's what they're saying. And I'm telling to every female that ever dated me, bitch, you know I'm a fly nigga. Everybody got to get a shot at me because you had the opportunity. You oh, know, yeah, nobody. I'm saying I'm chilling. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying that I, I've, uh, you know, she's, you know, she's presented that. Like, she's called me and, and said, like, hey, like, you know, you would you be interested in having another child? And, you know. See, that's that ignorant shit. Yeah. Nah, bitch. I'm not having no motherfucking kids with you. Yeah. Because she knows, See, like, the way that I treat my daughter, right, the way I take care of her. And she hears right. from her friends who are, like, struggling with dudes to do the bare minimum, and that, it ain't mm-hmm. even the case with me, man. Like, you know, thank thank God I, I'm not in that position where I got to I don't even think twice. Mm-hmm. So she's asked that a couple of times, but then, you know, wants it under, oh, well, you know, you know, we can have a kid and, and just still do, like, the co-parent. I'm like, nah, man, like, that's that's crazy to me, you know. To that sounds like a fool. Kid. Yeah. And you don't want her to mess up her chances of meeting another guy. Right. See, she's not thinking down down the field. You got two kids, it's, it's going to be hard for you to date another nigga. Right. Ain't no nigga chasing no girl that got two motherfucking kids. Unless he's a bum. Right. And he's trying to have a place to live. Now she's going to be worrying about that nigga. He eating up all the kids' groceries. He's probably wearing a nigga's sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me once. My oldest son, mother, was dating this bum-ass nigga in Detroit. And the nigga took my son's sneakers and put shoes in the box. So when my son went to go get the sneakers, it was shoes. My son had I, my son, my son never told me the story. I guess he knew I was going to whoop that nigga's ass. But this is truly happy, fam. Wow. That's why I'm so glad you guys around the world called me because it's crazy. See, my dad died when I was 14. So I didn't have the OG experience. So everything I teach you guys, I actually lived it. So when I sit back and I think about all the crazy shit I did in my life and the experience that I went through, Man, I really lived my motherfucking life, but I'm able to talk to brothers like you to give you the game to change your fucking life. You know, I know Gillian talked about I'll give you a million dollars worth of game, but here's my line. It ain't game unless it's good game. And that's when you call T.K. Kirkland. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, man. I mean, the the realest out here, I'm telling you, man, like I I tune in, man, Um, the realest out here, for real. Like, honest opinion, straight facts. And um, you know, I can assure you, man, I'm not calling. Like, this, this is, I'm taking heed and applying it, for real. Mm-hmm. I could tell, family. And all the young kids that you ever meet, tell them to listen to the podcast. We want to get these young men and women, because that's who I'm really going after, niggas 40 and under. Mm-hmm. You know, who still got a shot who we can get to them before they fuck the wrong girl, before the girl fucks the wrong guy. And when I travel from, nigga, I was in London, walking through the mall, and these young boys lost their fucking mind. She just saw my daughter's face, but it was, I was excited. Like, I was like, nigga, I feel like the Beatles, dog. <laughs> in Paris on the train in, 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 in Mexico at the pool, white people walking by. And he's like, hey, are you T.K. Kirkland? And my daughter's like, dad, ain't this shit crazy? She ain't cursed. She's like, ain't this crazy? Yeah. But it's that kind of effect. So I, I just yeah. I just truly love it. So you're going to text me information, uh, hit you tomorrow, put my put you in touch with the, um, the guys. 
forget this thing for your daughter. Um, you'll love me. You'll love it for the rest of your life. No yeah, more babies with this woman. Stay nah, focused. Nah. Don't recycle. And don't even fuck her no more, yo. Because you might slip up and nut in her. And I don't want you to be great. Let me tell you a story. A lot of gentlemen hit me on my podcast. I'm quite sure they still listen. And they'll take heed to what I'm saying. They'll say to me what you're saying. Oh, TK, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen. And then months later, they'll say, oh, T, I fucked up. Dog. I fucked up. And I'm not mad at you guys if you're listening. I'm not mad. You're human. But the universe put me in a situation to share something with you, and I really feel, fam, that you're listening, and I want you to truly apply it. If you apply, I promise you, you will win at life. And remember, the most important thing, I know you love your daughter. I know you're not going to none of this woman again, but what I want you to do with decisions in the future is take the emotion out of your decision-making. Wait two or three days before you really make a decision and watch how different you feel. No, I got you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast, all right? Listen, you already know how we do. Um, August 19th to the 29th, come check me out at Chuckles in Memphis, Tennessee. All right, Chuckles in, in, uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, follow me on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. Miami's coming up. Vacation is over. I will be hitting your city over the next couple months. I'm excited to be back. Um, get me to drop the all-new material on your ass from politics to our black history. Uh, Shout-out to Mejan Dijon. Um, make sure you're going and follow her on getting candles. Holidays is coming up. And this woman makes the best fucking candles in the world. And let me spell it for you guys. M-A-I-S-O-N, the letter D-U-G-E-R. Scented soy candles, ladies and gentlemen. Off the effing, not fact, I'm a curse. Off the motherfucking chain. Listen, you've been listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Shout out to the, my friends in Dubai. Rome, London, Liverpool, not a damn, Birmingham, South Central, New Jersey, um, Trenton, New Jersey, Boston, Massachusetts, Japan. Yep. From underrated to undeniable. It's the one and only T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T. to the motherfucker K. Send me your information, family, and I hope and pray that you apply everything I've told you today. Yes, indeed, man. Appreciate you, brother. Take care of yourself. Make your pain be champagne. Talk to you tomorrow. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.